0: Why do we sound so good? Because we're at Dead Aunt Thelma's studio and Mike Moore is engineering for us. Thanks, Dead Aunt Thelma's. Thanks, Mike. Adventures in Artslandia is brought to you this week by DOC. Italian-inspired, raw wine-focused, Northwest-grown, theatrically prepared. Visit our sister restaurants, Nona and Yakuza. Hey, everybody, I'm Susanna Mars, and welcome to Adventures in Artslandia. Today, I'm with Oregon Children's Theater's professional program students, David Van Dyke and Emma. Fulmer, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's super, super cool. You guys have been a part of Oregon Children's Theater for quite a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. How did you guys get involved at OCT?
1: I guess I can go first. I first got involved when I started auditioning when I was um, in, like, upper elementary school still. Um, I got cast in Ivy and Bean when I was in eighth grade. Oh, I love those books. <laughs> yeah, no, they're really great books. And yeah. so from there. Who were you? I, w- I played Leo. I yep. loved sports. I sang a song about how much I love sports. It was a wild time. My friends love to nag me about that because I do not play sports. I do theater full time. was <laughs> so. so
2: funny.
0: So you really yeah. had to be, a, you had to develop your acting skills yes, right off the bat. I
1: really did. I really <laughs> did. And um, from there, Stanfoot was like, hey, you should try and join the professionals program when you're old enough next year. And so I did, and I've just been working in that ever since, basically.
2: Wow, how about you? I also auditioned probably, I was really young. I was probably around 10 or 11, and um, that was kind of my first experience. I delved into um, theater, and I just kept auditioning and auditioning. And soon enough, I was old enough for the Young Professional Program. And I figured, like, why not? Like, let's give it a try. Let's audition. And I guess the rest is history.
0: So now, mm-hmm. Young Professional Program, yeah. how? old must you be to be in it?
1: You 14. Ha- 14, 14. Uh, a high school student. High school freshman. And How
0: old are you guys now? 17. I'm 18. 17 and 18. I'm in my
1: last year. It's very sad. You're a senior, <laughs> yeah. right?
0: And, and you're, where are you going to high school?
1: I go to high school at Hillsborough High School.
0: Great. And, and, and where do you go, Anna?
2: I'm a junior and I go to Westland High School.
0: Cool. All right. Now, do you guys work together in Impulse? Yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. have you known each other for a long time? Uh,
1: yeah, actually, since my sophomore year, her freshman year, yeah. the first show that she did with Young Professionals Company we mm-hmm. did together was In the Forest, She Grew Things. Oh, a very not comedic show. A crazy but- show. It was crazy,
2: yeah. <laughs> Why? Why crazy? Um, It was very, I guess, like socially impactful. It was about a lot of, um, it was about teenagers, and it followed kids in high school, and it was about a lot of the troubles that they go through socially, um, And mentally and emotionally. Kind of like
1: a Little Red Riding Hood adaptation, but focusing on bullying and that sort of thing.
2: It's really interesting you say that because
0: what I was thinking is you guys have known each other. Uh, You don't go to the same school, Mm -hmm. but you have your relationships been impacted by working together as artists. Yeah. How do you think that nurtures relationships?
2: Oh gosh! Um, well, fun fact about our first relationship: when we first met, we played characters that weren't the best of friends. They
1: were not friends at all. At I all, was, I was harassing you. What yeah, are you yeah,
2: about? yeah. It was kind of. It was not. It was uh, not the best situation. But through that, we like. I think we gained a lot of trust. Like we worked oh, with yeah. like adults and professionals about. Um, like how that can relate to our, our lives, like our lives outside of theater. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, I still remember like doing that scene every <laughs> night and being like, I trust David completely. Like mm-hmm. I trust him with my life. Oh, yeah.
0: that's so illuminative. I feel that that's a great thing to keep thinking about, you know, through the art you're making, mm-hmm. you really grow a trust. Yeah. And certainly, that holds in improvisation. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: Which okay, so that leads me to talking about impulse, Mm -hmm. which is another offshoot at OCT. Mm -hmm. Tell us about impulse and how you got involved with that.
1: So uh, impulse is the it's one of the three um, shows that the Young Professionals Company does every year. This is its twelfth year. We're going into. I got involved on the standpoint that people kept telling me I needed to do improv and, like, flex those muscles because it's really good for audition skills and everything. So I worked tech one year of Impulse, and then I was in it last year with Emma, and it's it's just a way for us to – it's really great training we get. It explores a, a facet that I don't think I would get otherwise no. mm-hmm. at my school.
2: So what's an Impulse show like? Okay, so it's about 70 minutes long, and um, basically it's just a bunch of games that we all play together. Mm-hmm. Um, we start out by kind of warming ourselves up and the audience up. Um, we get energy high, and we just spurt out ideas, and we play off of them. We have lots of various games that are maybe scene-based, that are character-based, that are that have audience interaction. I mean, there's every single show we have someone from the audience um, come up and Interact, be a part of our show with us. I, I, a young person or an
1: adult or either. Depends on how we feel.
2: Sometimes <laughs> both. Sometimes, sometimes a big mix of yep. people. Uh-huh. Um, and then something new that we did last year is we had the last 10 to 15 minutes of the show be just scene work, where we just...
1: Like long-form improv. We uh-huh. started delving into that, which was, I think... I th- I may be wrong, but I think it was one of the first years that they'd ever tried long form with Impulse. I think it was, it was the first year. Really yeah, cool. yeah. It
0: would be cool if you could describe long form versus not long form for uh, people <laughs> who short may form. not
1: know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so usually <laughs> the first part of our show is short form, which is what the games are. We'll be like, ah, this game is Objection. Objection takes three to four minutes. And once we're done with Objection, we go on to another game. It What's is- Objection? Objection is a game where we pretend that we're a panel of lawyers and we're like arguing about the best... Um, We've argued cereal, ice cream, movies, like my favorite-
2: Hairstyles.
1: Hairstyles? Ooh, I love hairstyles.
2: That one was fun. That one was fun. Do hairstyles. Can you do it for a second? Okay, yeah. Um, Um, The best hairstyle is actually a mohawk, you see, because it is very versatile. It is easy to find. It is easy to see in a big crowd, you know? If you want to be noticed in front of a big group of people- Get a mohawk.
1: Objection. I don't want to be noticed. <laughs> and then I would go off on whatever I thought my favorite hairstyle was. Oh,
2: so. And I could object
0: him. And How many people are on stage doing that at the same time? Whole
1: cast. So mm. eight people are throwing around um, these wonderful <laughs> arguments, in quotes, right, <laughs> at each right. other. Yeah. And,
0: and so the audience probably gets behind some of the arguments and probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> there are always crowd favorites. Yeah. Oh, nice. Always. So
0: what's another game uh, other
2: than Objections?
1: My favorite is Heckler's. What's that? Um. Yeah. <laughs> heckler's. You want to take this one? Sure, Go yeah.
2: Go for it. So, um, so we start with like us bad soap opera, you know? Like, uh. like, I love you, but we can't be in love. Something like that. Or like of surgery or something like super, super dramatic that, um, we see on, you see on soap operas and we have maybe two or three people acting that out. Um, that's of my course, job. Like, yeah, that's his <laughs> job. That's his job. job. <laughs> um, he usually does that. Um, and then we have a few people, maybe two or three people off to the side with a microphone and they heckle it. They make fun of it. And that's you know, her job. <laughs> yeah, that's my job. I make fun of it. Oh my um, gosh, that sounds really funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like funny. make fun of, I mean, make fun of like the bad writing, the bad, like, acting and what is going on on stage and kind of like the voice in your head, you know, when you're watching bad (laughs) soap operas, like, that's what we do. We just voice it. It's so cool too, because I think I know both of my
0: daughters, we've talked about people judging, Uh you know, everyone says, Oh, don't judge me. Don't be (laughs) judgmental. Well, FYI, everybody, that's what people do. You know, everybody's got the voice going in their head 24 seven depending yeah. on their level of self actualization <laughs> yeah. and and that's okay it's uh-huh. cool that you guys are like putting it out there yeah. you know and how do you handle compassion and kindness through those types of games? Do they ever uh, verge or move toward maybe too edgy for kindness? Or how do you handle that?
1: We, that's part of why we rehearse is that we rehearse to get those um, just plain mean comments out of our system because it, yeah. it sometimes just happens uh-huh. and there's sometimes not anything you can do about it. But we also thoroughly trust everyone in our ensembles. So uh-huh. even if something does come out that is mean, we just go, oh, all right, it's okay. Because we know it was just like a slip up. So we That's part of why the notes aren't It's never like Oh my goodness That guy looks so dumb In and, and Heckler specifically It's like Oh that person doesn't look very Good or whatever It's stuff like Wow that it's usually something that's like attacking the scenario they're in, mm-hmm. not the actual people.
0: So that's an interesting point. How, if something does happen within your group, if there is hurt feelings for any reason, do you see it through? Do you have a process by which you kind of check in and out when anything is weird or uncomfortable?
2: Um, yeah, I think that happened to us a couple of times, like, in the early um, process of it's usually rehearsals. usually early
1: thing, because then we get comfortable after. Exactly. <laughs> um, and,
2: then, and then we start learning each other's limits, and we start learning more about each other and like, um, and then we, we grow a trust so that you can be sarcastic with each other, you know, like David and I can tease each other all the time but it's like, it's totally out of love. And and you know your boundaries.
1: Exactly. I mean, are there
0: areas in which you say to one another, that's, out of my fence. Oh, yeah. If
1: we ever get to a point where that comes up, we usually will just like have a discussion and be like, hey, that's that's a line, that's and cool. we just try and respect those lines with that's everybody.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, if only everyone was doing that. <laughs> yeah. True. Right. If only
2: it was that easy in, mm-hmm. the, in the real world outside mm-hmm. of improv. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of your favorite memories from past Impulse oh. performances?
1: I have one because it is legendary. We had our <laughs> first school show last year. <laughs> Um,
0: <laughs> Where you traveled to a school? Uh,
1: they come. Know? They come to us. Okay, they me. come to us. Mm-hmm. Um, we just go to the theater in the morning, and they like bus over. But uh, we were like, okay, these are middle school kids. We were so we were like thinking about the kinds of jokes that would work in advance, and we asked for our first suggestions, and Fortnite came out like this year, and it's been a big thing with younger kids, and that's all What's of it. What's Fortnite? It's like a what is it? I don't even know. It? So no. It's
2: like a it's a first person shooter game. It's like online, mm. and it seems like. Every middle school boy on the face of this planet plays it. It's a shooting game. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's not like it's like a. Shooting, but also kind of building game. It's supposed to be really fun. I don't know, but we yeah. were playing. We we're warming up, and they were like, "Well, we need a suggestion." And it was everything was Fortnite based. So then we spent our breaks be- between that show and our evening show like researching what Fortnite, Fortnite was because <laughs> oh. most of us were confused. Isn't
0: that that's heartening for me as an adult mm-hmm. thinking, uh, "Oh, you didn't know what it was either."
2: Yeah, that's yeah. Good. we definitely knew what it meant, but then but then they were saying things like locations and characters, and we were like, "Oh no, like we have no idea. Like we're, we're not going to do this justice." <laughs> oh. yeah. So how did you handle it? Um, We started making puns off of, I I know one of our friends, um, Devlin Farmer, made a pun off of, um, one of the like names that some kid threw out because mm, he threw right. out a name and literally all of us just stood there and we're like we don't know what that means and Devlin came in with a perfect pun I don't remember what it was but and it made everyone laugh and it it was able to incorporate and kind of make fun of us for not knowing it you know awesome. like laugh at us like we don't know what you're talking about but
1: but it's okay because there's a joke about it exactly <laughs> right, yeah, and it's okay because
0: exactly. no one knows everything for heaven's yeah. sake yeah, oh yeah. it's mm-hmm. so interesting yeah, I love that so, I mean, I think lots of the things you've already said speak to this question, but how do you think that working in improv and being a part of Impulse helps you as a human being? And how do you think it'll help you, you know, after you graduate?
1: Oh, um, I guess I'm going first. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just looked over and I was like, okay, here uh, I go. I was
2: thinking graduate. You're, you're closer than I am. Okay.
1: Um, I think it's just really helpful training because it gets you mm-hmm. used to thinking on your feet and being in the moment. So, mm-hmm. I know after my... First year of running tech for impulse and just watching it, even I was like, "Oh, okay." You start learning how to handle yourselves in situations where you have to think quickly. So I think I just genuinely think faster when I'm talking to people now. I am less nervous in auditions because I can. I trust that I will be able to come up with something, mm-hmm. and I'm trust. I trust myself to. Always have something to say now, I guess.
0: Oh, that's yeah. exciting! Yeah,
1: it's a it's a good feeling like that, and that carries over outside theater and everything. Mm-hmm.
0: I imagine that's great. I can see it in your face and body too. I'm sure <laughs> okay. everybody could see it. <laughs> hey, Emma, how about um, you?
2: For me, I think the big thing that I learned last year was. To be able to laugh at myself. And that kind of mm. that kind of sounds weird, but, like, not take things so seriously. Oh, like, I 100% get that. Right? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's so easy to be, like, if I, like, mess up one thing, like, it's over. My life right. is over. It's just going to end. Like, right. lightning's <laughs> going to strike me in the spot that I stand. <laughs> but, like, it doesn't end. And having friends, like, around me that can, like, laugh at me and be like, guess what? Like, that was hilarious. And me being able to laugh at that. So I think it really made me be able to see... To find jokes and things, and find joy and laughter uh, in um, things outside of life, uh, or outside of outside of um, improv, things uh, in my life outside of just impulse. Right. It's interesting as a
0: performing artist, you know. There's certainly um, performance anxiety and, and mm. nerves and all that. Mm. Sometimes I get so nervous I just have to go to the theater wherever I'm working and I open the door and I look outside uh-huh. and I say, "All oh, right." There's a whole world out here. Yeah, Has, it doesn't care about me at all. <laughs> yeah. No interest whatsoever, You're and that not. always gives me comfort. I don't yeah. know why. It's kind of no, weird, yeah. but
2: that it's like it, yeah. it's not like your this one performance that you have will just like the world will stop revolving, right? right. Like it'll stop,
0: right? It right. won't. And it's so fascinating. It's it's paradoxical because while it may not change the world in a way that is marked, you know, it it could shift someone's view of the world or uh-huh. it could give someone joy to, you know, it's just so fascinating. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's really cool. Are you guys going to both pursue performance, uh, careers after you graduate?
1: I will. I don't know what else. Mm -hmm. I, I have not found anything else that makes me this happy that I love doing so much. Oh,
2: that's exciting. That's that's the same with me. I mean, like I, even when I'm just, even when I have days off of rehearsal, I'm like, wow, like I don't know what to do. I'm just kind of sitting here. So (laughs) it's like, I mean, again, it, it, like David said, it's what brings me joy. So Mm -hmm. I can't imagine myself doing anything other than that. Mm, That's exciting. Where are you thinking about going uh, after high school?
1: Oh, I don't know. I'm in the process of finding schools and auditioning for schools and scheduling. So in February, I'm going to Chicago Unified Auditions and auditioning for a lot of schools and getting all that sorted out. Wow. So that's... That's actually happening pretty much right before <laughs> our main performances yeah. for Impulse opens. So right. that should be very that's exciting. February
0: 8th through twenty four. Yes. Yeah. What's so cool about that, David, I bet, is that just digging into those performances will probably help strengthen your confidence yeah. in who you are as a performer mm-hmm. and that you have so much to offer.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited that Impulse is the show that's... Right before I go for that, that's going to be really helpful.
0: Nice. Yeah. Oh, I bet everybody's really going to be rooting for you. Are there other young people in impulse who are also doing the same thing?
1: Um, there are other young people and young professionals that are doing the same thing, but no one else in impulse. Oh, I am okay. kind of up and leaving during Tech week and I'm <laughs> I, that's the part that I'm not so happy about because I have to leave during Tech week to go audition and I'm coming back on opening night. Is our
0: wow. current plan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. good for you. Yeah, I love like it. Yeah. Yeah. They're
1: going to be great. They're yeah. going to do just fine.
0: <laughs> so I'm just curious, why do you think that arts and theater are important in our culture?
2: Um, I think from what I've experienced through myself and through people that I've seen is art is, like from, is, is a form of expression. Mm-hmm. It is a way to say things that maybe are socially taboo or things that you shouldn't be thinking about, right? Mm-hmm. Like I find that art is a way that I can say things and that are on my mind that I just cannot get out in a, any other way. Mm. Um, Cause I, I also, and I know David also does, like we sing and we dance also. We're mm-hmm. not just mm-hmm. actors.
0: They call them triple um, threats. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and um, you know, like when I'm really stressed or when I have things like going on in my mind, music and watching or watching improv shows, it really takes me out of that stress. Mm-hmm. And it is it's a way for me to, to express myself. I feel like I'm reiterating that, but, um, you know, I was
0: thinking about this the other day because I'm in a show right now. And uh-huh. when I do my prep work, I listen to certain things and I let certain things enter my body, you know, because mm-hmm. music comes into your yeah. body right. it, with bones right. and it comes into you mm-hmm. and that there's something about the, the theater arts, music, and probably visual arts as well, but mm-hmm. there's a resonance or something mm-hmm. that yeah. it's, like the expression that comes out of allowing those things to touch your heart for want of a better term or mm-hmm. a- affect you. I feel it's like the common ground among all human beings. Definitely.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, that's why we have favorite songs, I think, or favorite books or movies. It's something that, um, it's just, if it resonates inside you and it's a piece of art, then it's, I think it's just important that everyone can experience it. That's, because I do this similar thing you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in a, the other white, young professional show right now, mm-hmm. um, Shiver, the original musical there. And I, before every show for that, I have to just like put in some headphones and go, okay, now I'm in the right headspace. That art gets me in the new, right place to present other art. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah.
0: it's a kind of like this a, a way to open your body up to being responsive. Yeah. Which I feel that that ability is something that would just be good for everybody. Yeah, you know, to be responsive, uh, good listening, and all those wonderful qualities. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, so cool. You guys yeah. are doing that. <laughs> and and another question I have for you, especially because you're high schoolers, is how much do you think social media impacts
2: young people, and do you think it's a danger? Hmm. That is such a that's such a crazy <laughs> question. Like, I mean, it, it really is. Um, I guess for the first part, social media is a is a huge aspect of teenage life. Mm-hmm. I mean. I know very few people, one of them being David Van Dyke, who do not have social media. <laughs> but, a, I have but Facebook. Yes, yeah, he does Facebook. have fa- Facebook, it. actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it is, it's is—it's kind of like common ground for teenagers, I feel like now, um, as a way of communicating. like I think a lot of teenagers would rather text or Snapchat or, or something along those lines than to talk in person. Yeah. You know, like
1: it, Or even call on the phone.
2: Y- even then nobody wants even to call that. on the phone anymore. Isn't that yeah. funny? No. Yeah.
1: It's strange. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Uh, it's so interesting. Yeah, um, So I think social media is like, it's such a crazy part of teenage life now. Mm-hmm. Um, but is it a danger? I definitely think there are like dangerous aspects, you know? Dangerous
1: parts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I,
2: I know people who are, who are addicted to it. Mm-hmm. who just like they sit in class and like they have to be checking their phone maybe every 2 minutes. Mm. I mean they have to check their phone they have to they have to be on they have to be on Snapchat they have to be on Instagram and um, like that's that's very addictive and it's bad and it's ruining relationships definitely. Mm. But it can also be used in a very positive way. It's yeah.
1: A, it's a very positive communication tool because right. there's nothing like being able to send a uh, a video of someone, like, petting a cat to, like, I can send, if I wanted to, I could send a video of me petting a cat to someone on the other side of the world, which is unreal. So it's very cool in that sense, but it can be very addictive and dangerous in that way. Yeah,
0: (laughs) so fascinating. So I have a couple kind of silly questions for you guys. All right. right. First of all, what would be a perfect road trip in your opinion?
2: (sighs) Okay. I will go first. I would, first of all, I would want to road trip not in America Mm -hmm. if I'm allowed to do that. I don't know if that's cheating, but I'll cheat (laughs) anyway. No, it's not cheating. Um, (laughs) I would want to be road tripping all around um, Europe Mm. and go to like lots of different fun locations, Mm -hmm. like try tons of different types of food. That sounds really cool to me. I've never been out of the country. So like that sounds really cool to me, trying different types of food and listening to different types of music and art. I mean, of course, like that art. Person of me wants to go and um, like in the summer when Mm. it's warm, but Mm. it's not like sweltering hot. And it's like you know you can have like the windows down in your car and be listening to music like that. Stop in little towns.
0: Yes. Meet a goat, eat its (laughs) cheese. Yes.
2: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like drink tea off the side of the road, like from some like farmer. Yeah. The giant like
1: tumbleweeds on the side of the road. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh.
2: How about you, David?
1: Ooh, I. I'm excited. My family has a road trip planned for once I graduate, but we're going to go through um, like all the national parks on the <gasps> west side. We're going to go through Utah. Oh my and gosh. I just
0: went to Yellowstone.
1: Oh, Yellowstone is one of my favorite places I ever. I went
0: nuts. Yellowstone's it's a, awesome. It's amazing. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that sounds like fun.
1: Mm-hmm. I instead of music though, we usually will play audiobooks. Oh, we'll so we'll be like, Oh, okay, everyone's been trying to read this book, but we don't have time, so we'll go to the library and we'll check out this like three or four audiobooks that will last us the whole trip.
0: Fun. And, Do so. you have siblings?
1: I have one one younger brother. Oh
0: nice. So my parents you and my four will brother.
1: go. Yeah, the four of us will go, we'll load into one of our cars with all our stuff piled up in the back seat and <laughs> We'll just go and we'll drive. We're going to start driving through California and we're just going to like work our way back up through to Oregon.
0: What a blast. Aww. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So what's the last thing that you read or saw that inspired you?
2: All right. Um, I recently saw a show at um, Miracle Theater, Milagro mm-hmm. Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, it was their Dia de los Muertos. Um <sighs> performance. I actually saw it through the YP company because that's like one of the fun perks is we get tickets to see like previews and early shows, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So I got to see that and it was it was. It wasn't necessary. I mean, the show itself was really great, but the part at the very end, they did this thing where they um, would light a candle for people who had passed away, mm-hmm. and people in the audience could like say names of people who had passed away who were de- near and dear to them. Beautiful. And that was yeah. like what really hit me. Like that was really that was really impactful. Hearing everyone's voice, you know, saying um, like honoring people who had passed away, and then everyone else in the group, you know, you would say their name, and then the entire Group of people, we would all say "la luz," which is like the light, like the candle Mm. for them. Which, which that, that really like touched my heart. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah.
1: Mine's a little different. Um, I was in rehearsals for Shiver, and someone showed me a song from a musical that's like really obscure. It ran on the West End for like a couple days, and mm-hmm. it's coming back next year. But it's called Broken Wings, and it's just this really poetic musical. So I was just, I've been listening to the soundtrack for the last week or so. Oh. And I'm like, oh wow, and it's just this very it's very powerful, moving story. So I've I've just been listening to that and absorbing the kind of. It's a lot. It's got a lot about like human connection in it and how much people just want to be connected with other people. And well. when we can't, that really affects us in a mm-hmm. terrible way. And it's just very, ugh.
0: Do you guys like Dear Evan Hansen?
1: I like the music in Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: You don't I, love the show itself?
1: I don't love the show itself, huh, no. That's just, and that's my personal opinion. Yeah. I totally, and I have also never seen it. I so never have that's seen part it, either. Of it. But if, I, Maybe I, if I saw it, my mind would change. Some
0: of the music I listen to and I think, oh my goodness, I love it. Of course, as a mother, I love that song, Does Anybody Have a map? map? Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, okay. yeah, does anybody have a map? I don't think so. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But it's cool, it's fun. Musicals are great. I yeah. just mm-hmm. love them. What a joy to talk to you both. It's just been wonderful. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Thank you so much. Yeah.
0: So you guys out there There, you want to go to octc.org and plan going to see the shows uh, February 8th through the 24th, Impulse, and you can see both David and Emma, and you can wish David all his marvelous good (laughs) luck before his college (laughs) auditions, and just take in the kind of work that these young people are doing, which I feel is really the hope of the future. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Thanks again for coming. Thank you so Thank much. You for Pleasure. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Adventures in Artslandia. Download the Artslandia app on iTunes, where you're going to find a comprehensive arts calendar that's the best in the West. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Artslandia.